At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So if you are someone and you constantly feel like when a relationship does not work out, you feel this heavy spirit of that person did me dirty. They walked out on me. It makes you feel like a extreme negative emotion. You could be battling with the spirit of rejection. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And I am actually very excited to talk about this topic because I think it is a very necessary topic, but it is not one that is spoken on a lot because I don't think we realize that rejection is a spirit. So let's get right into it. As we know, (laughs) um, I I won't say as we know. You know what? I'm going to start here. So in December of 2023, I did a fast. It was called the Year of the Bride Fast with Tiffany Montgomery. I don't know if you guys are are familiar with Tiffany. It is not spelled T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. She spells it T-I-P-H-A-N-I Montgomery. And she is this bold prophet all over Beyonce's internet and like she speaks the truth and she does not speak it in a way where it's popular. She talks about stuff that most people are like veering away from, don't want to say, etc, etc. So I joined this fast because in November of 2023, I felt like God was telling me I need to pray about my husband more. So I just posted a video on um, Instagram about POV, happily single, but consistently praying for my husband. And someone commented underneath it and was like, well, somebody told me, don't pray for your husband. Pray that God prepares you to be a wife. And the reason I am pausing because people just be saying stuff. And the way people be saying stuff, I know they don't be reading a Bible. Because <laughs> I'm like, So the Bible I be reading, if you think about it, no one who was ever prepared for what they were called for, prayed for preparation. God called them. They said yes. And because God called them, God prepared them. God literally says, biblically, he says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Right. So if he knows the plans he has for you, he knows he has to prepare you for said plans. I get what people mean when they say that. But 
Your development comes when you say yes to the call. That's why a lot of times when the word is spoken versus when you actually walk into that promised land, there's a gap in between that. Think about people in the Bible like Joseph. Joseph had a dream that he would be king or his brothers will bow before him when he was like 17. He did not get on the throne until he was in his 30s because he was being prepared. Even Jesus. Jesus had one moment we heard him talking to his parents like he was crazy saying, I'm about my father's business when he was 12. He did not walk into his calling until he was 32, I believe. 30 or 32. I don't know. But what I'm saying is even David, David was anointed when he was a teenager. He did not become king until he was in his thirties. So your yes tells God to prepare you. And that's why when you are in your season of waiting, you wonder why you're going through all of these obstacles, right? Because obstacles develop you, obstacles, stretch you, obstacles, grow you. How do you learn how to be more patient? You learn how to wait. How do you learn how to be stronger? You go through opposition and you build that fortitude. So muscles are not strengthened through lighter work. They're strengthened by adding more weight to you. So I say all that to say, if you have been in a season where you have been waiting for your husband and you have told God, yes, and you have been feeling as if God is constantly trying to heal more and more things within you. Like, dang, God, I over, I got over the breakup. God, I got over the bullying. I'm more confident. Dang, but now God is telling me I need to be get closer to my family. God is telling me, oh, well, maybe in this season I need to... Um, be more organized, or maybe in this season, I need to clean a little bit more, clean out my because God is preparing you because you say, yes, it's not something you have to pray for. Now, biblically, it does say be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God, meaning that he wants to hear what you have to say. He wants you to pray. They tell you to pray. I think one of the enemies biggest tactics and it works very well <laughs> on the kingdom is to get us out of praying for what we actually want. Because for some reason, I don't know why we think we can't ask God, our father in heaven for what we want, the desires of our hearts. He literally says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, I will give you the desires of your heart. So why would you go to the throne and ask God for a husband and ask God to send you a husband? In Genesis, when Abraham was about to pass away, he wanted a wife for Isaac from his home country because by then they were in Canaan. And he didn't want his um, his son to have a Canaanite wife, Canaanite wife. So guess what he did? He told his servant, hey, can you go get my son a wife from our home country? And his servant was like, how am I going to do that? And guess what he said? The God who parted the Red Seas. Well, by then that, that hadn't happened. Never mind. I'm not going to say who parted the Red Seas. <laughs> but the God who sent me to this land will assist you in getting a wife for my son. So God is in the business of pairing 
couples together. I It's so many other scripture. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But when she commented that, I realized a lot of people think that and it is wrong. I don't, I don't know. It sounds cute. It sounds catchy, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's not in the Bible. So I don't understand why we think that, right? So I just wanted to touch on that. But even in the preparation, I've going back to the fast, you know, I did this year the bride fast and I'm thinking it's going to be about praying for my husband every day. We're going to be having great talks about, you know, what I wanted him and, and what I need to be doing and all of this. That is not what this fast was. This fast was very heavy and breaking um, generational curses, breaking curses off of our life, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a lot going on. One of the biggest curses I had on my generational line was the spirit of rejection. The spirit of rejection was very heavy in my life. Now, I don't want to get too deep on this, but this is something that has actually, the spirit of rejection comes about in a bloodline when there's like, maybe an attempt of suicide, maybe um, you got abandoned by a parent, maybe you, um, what else? Maybe like there was abortion somewhere in the bloodline, et cetera, et cetera. This is the type of stuff that can attach the curse of rejection onto a bloodline. And I'm saying all this, but it's like super deep and I don't want to get that deep into it. I just want to talk get into why I was even battling the spirit of rejection and breaking it off of my bloodline. But the way the spirit of rejection shows up in your life is like, you're constantly feeling like relationships end prematurely. You are having certain dreams where in your dream, you're having sex with people. Like this is how the spirit of rejection shows up. It's like crazy. I know I'm not trying to get spooky, but this is how this spirit shows up. Right. So I'm, I'm battling this, spirit of rejection over my life all throughout December. I'm fighting in the spirit going in. Right. So come January, I noticed something, but I didn't, I didn't relate the two. Like I didn't relate the fact that this spirit had been lifted off my life until like last week. So I had an issue prior to this year where Anytime a relationship did not work out, I felt rejected. I could have walked away from the relationship. I still felt rejected because I'm like, well, if they wanted me, they would change. Or if they wanted me, they would come after me. Or, you know, if I was that good, blah, 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 blah. I would always feel like I was rejected, right? And so this year, I noticed that when I was engaging with guys and something didn't work out, I didn't feel that heaviness anymore. I didn't feel the need to chase it. I didn't feel rejected. I just literally felt like, okay, it didn't work. Moving on. And I realized like, whoa, the spirit of rejection has finally left my life. This feels good. <laughs> like This literally feels amazing. So if you are someone and you constantly feel like when a relationship does not work out, you feel this heavy spirit of that person did me dirty. They walked out on me. It makes you feel like an extreme negative emotion. You could be battling with the spirit of rejection. And 
I want to tell you right now, y'all need to stop. Not y'all, not everybody. But if that's what you feel like, you really have to stop feeling like everything is rejection because sometimes it's not rejection, baby. It's just a misalignment. Like it's really that simple. Sometimes you're just not aligned. You're just not aligned. It's like sometimes the puzzle pieces just don't fit. And that's okay. I think we live in this society where we want to be accepted so bad by everybody. We want to be liked by everybody. When we walk in a room, we want every guy to want us and all of this. But it's really just a need for validation. But when you stop needing that validation, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When certain scenarios are misaligned, you just freely let them go. You don't even have to like grieve them like that. Because if we're being honest, every time a dating failure happens, you have to grieve it. No matter how long y'all was dating, I could y'all could have met on Tinder, which I hope you're not on Tinder. But let me not judge y'all. I'm just not on dating apps. I'm sorry. I'm biased. But anyway, y'all could have met on Tinder at 7 a.m. today and been talking all day. And then by 7 p.m., this person ghosts you and you never hear from them again. And they just literally, you spent a whole day thinking about the possibilities of you and this person because this is the first person who you talk to all day on the app, who you've connected with, et cetera, et cetera. And it didn't work out. And now you sitting there feeling rejected. You're having to grieve this little interaction, right? But that's okay for us to grieve those small moments because anytime your hope is ignited, you're going to have to grieve something and that is absolutely okay. But I will tell you when you overcome the spirit of rejection, you become so loosely attached to every person in your life because you literally just look at it as like, mm, that puzzle piece didn't fit next. Okay, moving on. So you're probably wondering like, well, how do I overcome the spirit of rejection? Now, I went to the root. I went to my King Jesus and I would tell y'all to do the same thing. I would tell you to go pray. I would tell you to break the evil covenant with the spirit of rejection. Pray on it. Literally say out your mouth, dear Heavenly Father, today I thank you for the life that you have given me. I thank you for creating me. I thank you for our relationship. I thank you for being my God. Today I come against the evil covenant of the spirit of rejection and I break the covenant of the spirit of re rejection. I bind down the spirit of rejection. I renounce the spirit of rejection. I denounce the spirit of rejection. And you say that every single day until you feel that thing lift up off, off of you, right? Period. Now, practically, if you're trying to overcome it and you're doing it in your everyday life, I want you to take inventory. I want you to ask yourself, after something does not work out, do I feel rejected? Do I have a negative emotion? Do I feel like that person played me? Do I feel like that person disliked me and I feel less than? And if you are answering those questions and your answer is yes, don't beat yourself up. 
Don't feel bad. A lot of people are suffering from the spirit of rejection. Just understand that you can overcome it. And you overcome it by one, saying those prayers that I just gave you. But by two, being aware that, okay, this this feeling that just came over me, right? Say, I'm going to give a scenario. You go on a date nap. You meet somebody. Oh, crap. If y'all watching this, my knee just hit this thing and it shook. I'm sorry. Okay. So you go on a date nap. And you meet somebody. We're going to call him James. So you meet James on, on Monday. So you and James are talking every single day. And then y'all got the same. Y'all want the same things. Y'all go to the same church. Y'all vibing. Everything is cool, right? So finally, James asks you out on a date. So y'all go out on Friday. And then you notice when y'all go out, conversation's a little boring. It's just a little bit off. He doesn't seem as attentive as he normally was. He just don't seem to be like the guy you were talking to, right? So you leave the day. He don't hit you up for real. You reach out to him. Then it fizzles out. After it fizzles out, what's the first thought you have in your mind? If you think something like, what do I did? What did I do wrong? Or what happened? I can't believe this. This sucks. If it's like a crazy amount of negative emotions and you ultimately feel rejected because you're like not even paying attention to the fact that the date didn't really go well. Y'all really didn't have much in common when y'all met in person. Sometimes the vibes online and via phone are not the same vibes you have when you meet somebody face to face. If you completely ignored all of those facts and you immediately went to dang, this didn't work out. I feel rejected. I don't know what I did wrong, et cetera, et cetera. You need to learn how to focus on that. I mean, not focus on that, but actually reframe because I talk about reframing all the time, but reframe those thoughts and understand that every thought that you think is not the truth and you need to learn how to think new thoughts. Bible even says, do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need to learn how to renew your mind because that is not the truth. Just because it doesn't work out with somebody, that does not mean you are rejected. Again, that means you are misaligned. That is the first reframing that you will be doing. So every time you feel like somebody rejected you just because it didn't work out, you're going to say, I was not rejected. I was just in a misaligned situation with a person who is not aligned with my life. That does not mean he rejected me. That just means this whole situation wasn't going to work out in the end. You have to start looking at the bigger picture because if everything feels like rejection, you're going to move in this world like someone who feels less than. And I don't want that for you. I do not want that for you. I want you to understand that rejection many times is a spirit and you've been carrying it and you need to release it and you need to let it go. You were not rejected. You were misaligned. Even if you're somebody who was in a relationship. Now, this is one big. We talk about this in society, but I feel like when it's talked about, it's kind of touched on, but it's not dived in too deeper. So I want to talk about it. You you were in a relationship with somebody. Y'all were dating for years. You wanted a commitment. You wanted more from that person. Y'all broke up. Either he immediately got with someone very fast after you guys, or not only did he get with someone fast after you guys, he got with her and he married her. Now you feel rejected. Now you feel like, what was wrong with me? Now you feel like, was I not enough? 
X, Y, Z. And I understand that. I empathize with you. I get that that can feel disgusting and you can be pissed off about it. But I want to tell you something. Y'all were not, you were not rejected. You were misaligned. If you, first of all, if a human being who has been in your life and y'all have been in a relationship for that long and they move on that fast, that means they were never fully there in the first place. And they were not being honest with you because there was something misaligned that they were thinking and they didn't share with you. So they're just a horrible human being. I I often say someone's mistreatment of you has nothing to do with you. It has to do with their horrible character. How they handled that situation was sucky. Number two, I'm pretty sure deep down inside, you knew something was off, but you were so comfortable in that relationship that you continue to stick it out because you felt like, oh, if we keep going, then eventually he's going to be loyal to me. He's going to change. He's going to wipe me up. And that didn't happen. And unfortunately, he done moved on. And now you feeling like, am I a crazy person? You're not a crazy person. He just was a dishonest person. And that is okay. End of the day, if you were in that relationship and you were never 100% happy with that person because they were always lacking something, something vital. They never made you feel one, one, a hundred percent comfortable being your full self until you never trusted them with a hundred percent of your heart to begin with. Guess what? You were not rejected. You were misaligned. So I want you to let that all go. I want you to forgive them so you can lift that heavy weight off of yourself. I want you to forgive yourself for not listening to the red flags for not leaving sooner. And I want you to Check all the lies going through your mind, telling you that you were rejected, telling you that she's better than you, telling you that he played you, all of that. It's okay. I want you to forgive yourself and I want you to walk in your light, walk in your fullness and understand that there is better out there. Okay. Okay. Because there is, because somebody who's that dusty and who would do you like that? You don't want them in your life anyway, because that tells me their character is funky. And you do not want to build a life with someone with bad character because you're going to be looking over your shoulder your whole life. You can't trust them with your heart 100%. Are you crazy? I don't know about y'all, but I want somebody I can trust with my heart at 100%. Like, I want somebody who, like, if I could rip my heart out of my chest, I would hand it to him and trust and believe that he's going to take care of that boy. But if you don't feel like that, that's not the person you want to be with anyway. It's just totally not. So if you really feel like you're struggling with the spirit of rejection and you really feel like you're just in this season where you've done some work, but you still feel like there's a little bit more healing for you to do. I really want to tell you about my embrace the Weight 28 day challenge. This challenge is all about helping you manage the interim between where you are right now as a single woman. And when you meet the love of your life, the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Usually if you are a frustrated single woman, because they now here can be sucky the spirit of rejection can get heavy and it can just be very debilitating sometimes. And usually you're going to show up one of three ways. One, you're going to show up kind of skeptical because you're going to feel like every guy is the same because the dating streets suck. So even if a good guy comes in, you're going to push him away. Second, you're going to show up unsure because if you dealt with the spirit of rejection or if you keep having failed dating stages, you're going to feel like, oh my God, maybe I'm not a good catch. Maybe it's me, et cetera, et cetera. Or three, you're not going to show up at all because you're like, you know what? I'm over this. All these men suck. They're not going to keep playing with me. I'm going to just 
be alone forever because at least I'm not getting cheated on. I don't want you to show up like that at all. The best way to do this thing is just to learn how to manage that interim with joy, with happiness, dating with an abundant mindset, not dating from lack, but guarding your heart as well as continuing to hope for love. And I teach you how to do that in my 28 day embrace the weight challenge. Okay. So if you want to hear more about it, click the link below, or you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with me where I tell you all about it. So go ahead and click below and I can tell you about that. But until next time, let me know if you have dealt with the spirit of rejection, if this resonated with you, if you feel like somebody else have, has dealt with this and you was like, oh, this person would really connect with this. Go ahead and share, go ahead and comment, go ahead and like, and subscribe again. If you're going to give me some stars on Apple, if it ain't five stars, I don't want it. <laughs> but if it, if it is five stars, go ahead and leave it on Apple and Spotify until next time. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.